From the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline to Arizona's Valley of the Sun resides a radio program the world over has been waiting for. Hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free and rarely a point is made. Kieran. I mean, we're looking up something about something that doesn't exist, and then we're reading a quote that this dude just made up, and we're taking it as fact. Rocket. Yahoo Answers, the same place where people ask, I never had sex, can I get pregnant? That's <laughs> the same place. Together, these men will bring you laughter at any cost, even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So put your brains on standby. Sit back and relax. The boys have returned. Lunatic Radio starts now. Right, let's start the fucking show, eh? What up, everybody? Welcome to the Lunatic Radio Show, I think. Broadcasting live from Arizona, not across the world, just Arizona this time. My uh, partner in crime there, Rock, had to run out and uh, take care of some business. And I hope everything's all right. I'm very excited for him, but I hope everything turns out all right. I can't talk about it. I'll wait for him to discuss it in a future uh, broadcast of the radio show. So I'm Kieran. Alongside me is Leroy Jenkins. We're all in the same shot today because I couldn't figure out how to work any of the equipment that I purchased or spent a lot of money on. 718-690-9290 is a phone number to call in. If you're listening to this somewhere, uh, please call in and help out with the radio show today because I'm going to need it. I'm without my uh, my co-host for 17 years, and I'll probably be without him for the next month as he uh, embarks on his new life. Right, Leroy Jenkins. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, now you got to step we, up we your gotta, game. We got to explain that you know the whole system was set up to stream <laughs> to hook up with Rock in New York. Yeah, yeah. And it, then on a fly, you had to figure out how to get it to where it's just me and you here. And right. Yeah, and now we're gonna have to. We'll figure this out as the uh, weeks go on because I now I have to run everything from the uh, home studio here. <laughs> I think home base is actually yeah. in New York still. Uh, yeah, we actually had to use one camera today that we're brought. So Leroy and I are on one shot. Uh, we have the logo. It, it's just it, we could Leroy and I couldn't figure out Google Hangouts because we had to use Google Hangouts so I could capture Leroy and put him in the little box that he's on. When uh, when you watch the show, you see Leroy in a little box between Rock and I, and we we couldn't figure out how to do that. So I was Leroy was like, let's just take one camera and shoot us both and try to get this thing working. So that's what that's what you got. You got one one shot of Leroy and I today, and uh, I hope are, are there people even listening to this live? I don't even know. Um, try to get some feedback or whatever. Uh, a lot to do on today's radio program. Not really. I just like to say it at the top of the show to get people interested. 
I was really excited to did talk. You, hey, did you send out a new? Sorry, did you? Send I out, didn't do shit, Leroy. I just tried to get the fucking link. show started. Send out a new link. New link. The people watching it are they? Well, they're here, right? The the seven people that watch this show are already there. So why no? Why do I need to send it out again? We were supposed to have a uh, um, Danny Labelle on the program today about fifteen minutes ago, but uh, I'm not sure if Danny's going to be coming on the show today. I told him that we had an emergency. And uh, so if you're if you're you're listening to the show, hoping Danny LaBelle is going to be on it, I, I don't think Danny LaBelle is going to be on the show today. Um, but uh, it's me and Leroy, and uh, we're going to be sitting here talking. And uh, <laughs> we, should, we should apologize up front, right? Yeah, yeah. Leroy just got off of vacation. He went to uh, Anaheim, which is a great place to go. Anaheim, right? It's not not bad, I guess. <laughs> you're going to have to step up your game. That is the co-host. Well, people should. Probably be anticipating some mediocrity. Mediocrity from you? Right. Why? I'm not a radio guy. <laughs> but you're on the radio. Right, right. You're just the third guy that goes, yeah, okay. Right. Sounds good. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Have you been watching the uh, men's NCAA basketball shit? I caught the... Uh what the UMBC? They upset uh, somebody at number uh, one. The uh, yeah, sixteenth, uh, sixteen beat a one. Is that a big deal? Do we even give a shit? I don't really care, but it was the first time it ever happened. I think. Yeah, so it's a big, it's a big thing. But didn't like one? There was a player on Virginia that wasn't even there. Like the best player on the team wasn't even playing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't follow it all that much. No, uh, I went to a. Uh, a lady at LPGA tournament yesterday. Nice. Which was a boner city for a guy who loves, uh, <laughs> I love golf and I certainly uh, love chicks considering I haven't been, uh, you know, haven't, uh, haven't, uh, haven't seen one of those things <laughs> in a while. Those, one of those things that the ladies have. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. So, uh, I, I combined two things that I love. In life together yesterday as I embarked on my travels to the LPGA event in uh, Phoenix, Arizona here up in Scottsdale. And I, I went to go see uh, hot chicks who play golf. And uh, what are you showing me? What, what's happening? E.D. King says it's a little low. Right? You're, 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 you're cranked. I, can't, I don't know, I, man. You're going to have to use the microphone. Maybe. Right, okay. Is that better? Is that better? I have you jacked up so much. I have you. You're you're cranked. You can't go any louder. Right. So sorry, Meaty King. I'll speak into the microphone. Yeah. So I uh, I went to the LPGA event yesterday, and uh, uh, just just hot chicks playing golf is. Uh, it used to be news anchors for me, like like girls on uh, TV who were hot and they read the news. I used to get uh, that used to be a big turn on for me, <laughs> but now it's uh, now it's girls who can play golf. And uh, I was actually at the LPGA event, and uh, Michelle Wee, who's the famous girl, the famous, the, I guess, if you think of the LPGA tour, I guess you think of Michelle Wee. I don't know. Uh, some people would. She was maybe. like the phenom. She like play, she played when she was 13. Everybody deemed her the next, like the female version of Tiger Woods. She was going to be uh, the dominant uh, golfer or whatever. And uh, she never turned out to be that, but she ended up turning out to be the most famous person on the LPGA Tour, other than Paige Sparenick, who's not uh, even on the PGA Tour. She's just a hot chick that plays golf. Wasn't there another one that was, like, pretty hot, but she never, like... Oh, yeah. There's been a few. What was her name? Natalie Golbus used yeah. to be a hot chick that played. 
but I was there at the uh, the Founders Cup yesterday, and I was actually sitting by. Um, it's actually played at a golf course that I played before, so I kind of knew where I was going when I got got there. And what's great about it, the LPGA uh, events is that no one really goes to them, so the security is like very low. Interesting. <laughs> There's not many people there. Like I figured, we had the park off site, like off site of the course, and they had, they bust you in. But when we actually got there, we drove right up to the course. <laughs> like, there wasn't a barricade or anything. We just drove right over. We're just like, where do we go? Are we supposed to park right here? And they're like, no, yeah, you got to go and uh, you got to park off site at some place and they'll bust you in. I'm like, the hell do you let us get in here? <laughs> like, we got all the way up. Like, anybody with a, with a bomb could have just, I mean, who wants to? But yeah, you could just drove, drove right up. There's no security. It was so lax. So anyway, uh, you know, we get in there, we pull in there, and, it, and it, it, there was just like, you know, there was maybe like 2,000 people there. And uh, we, we just wa- I just walked wherever I wanted to. I walked into the clubhouse, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, fucking just, just Michelle, we just, just walked right by me. Right. And I'm just like, I'm like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, hey, hey, Michelle, we. You know, that's what I wanted to do. I was too nervous. I saw her, though. And I was like, wow, she's pretty hot. And there are a lot of girls. Should have got a selfie or something. I tell you what, I recommend the folks out there going to an LPGA event, especially if you're a creepy single guy like myself. Because in a weird way, like, it's like you're, in a weird way, if you're, if you, if you feel confident in yourself enough, you become like the piece of ass on the sideline. You know what I mean? There's I was only, thinking only, it's, it's like the it's like the you know how like um yeah like girls will go like hot chicks will go to the US Open and stand right behind the ropes in, in hopes to like have like Rory McIlroy spot them and go, Oh wow, there's a hot chick right behind the rope, she's watching me tee off. I kinda wanna bang her after I'm done with my round. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. I feel like that happens on the PGA tour. But now when you go to the LPGA tour, the role the roles are reversed. The girls are playing and the guys are on the sideline watching, going, "Hey, hey, I'm single. Hey, hot chick playing golf, please." That's what I felt like yesterday. So I was standing on the um, the first tee, watching the girls tee off, right. and I'm sitting, I'm literally staring at these. Bro- <laughs> I'm staring at these broads, going, oh, "Man, I hope I kind of hope one of them notices me and wants to be like, hey, I'm single. I got a room here at the uh, fucking.'" Whatever the place name is, pretty sure I'm pretty sure they're like, look at that creepy guy. Yeah, no, that's what. That's exactly. It was like the real life and fantasy life. <laughs> in, in fantasy life, I'm I'm the guy that they might want to bang after they're done with the round. But in the in actuality, I'm the I'm the terrorist <laughs> behind the rope who looks very creepy because he's wearing a a like a like a it was St. Patty's Day yesterday, so I was wearing oh, a green t shirt and it and it you know. It, it just looked like a like a scumbag. I, I, in some in my in my mind, I don't look old, but I, I guess I look old to people. <laughs> like you know, to a girl who's you know what twenty six and she's playing on a LPGA tour, uh, I look like their dad. But in my mind, I don't know that. Like for some reason, I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't know. I don't know what I look like to a twenty six year old. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I look like I'm much older than 26, but apparently to a 26 year old, 
uh, LPGA tour player. I, I, I am. Look about 35, I'm thinking. I look about 35. But I'm a midget. There was one girl that I don't know who she was. She was on the tour. She's on the tour. She's teeing it up on the first uh, tee there. And uh, uh, she was... She was kind of looking like directly at me when before she was hitting. You have a lot of experiences like that, like at the gym, where you think these girls are looking right. right it might, might be in my mind. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I was, I had to do a triple take because I was like, "Is that girl looking at me?" And then I was like, "No, she's not looking at me." And I was like, "Hold on, wait a minute, let me look again." Oh wait, yeah, she is looking at. Me. She's looking at me, but I don't know why she's looking. Now, now I got into that fucking scenario. Why is she looking at me? Is she looking at me because? I'm fucking, I, I look like a barrel with legs. <laughs> Is she looking at me because I'm, um, I'm short? Is she looking at me because I'm alone and I look like I'm 40? And why am I alone at an LPGA tour event? All the above. <laughs> are any of these, are, are any, any, is anything about her look looking at me positive? That's what I was trying to analyze. And I don't think any of it was positive. So when she went, she was a lefty. When she went to go take her, uh, hit her first shot on the uh, on the thing there, I, uh, I I just stared at her ass all the time. There you go. Give her a little noonie. <laughs> and she and she uh, she hooked one left. So it was fun, Leroy. That's cool. I don't know. Yeah, it, man. I suggest everybody going to an LPGA <laughs> tour event to uh, watch because it's it's actually quite uh, quite fun. It is. Uh, I saw two celebrities this week uh, last weekend actually. So you were in uh, Anaheim. Yeah. Went to Disneyland with the kids. Saw Chance the Rapper coming out of the... By chance, you saw some Chance the Rapper. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. I don't really don't know who He's that is. He's a rapper that wears the number three in the hat. Yeah. I, I never heard anything he does. What was he doing? Why was he at Disneyland? I think he's just enjoying the rides, you know? Is he a creepo? I have no idea. I just saw him in passing like Michelle Wee, you know? Mm. What was he doing? Just leaving the hotel, leaving the getting hotel. in his like you know That's those it. black vans with the tinted windows. Uh, small guy, did he look nice? Yeah, he's a small guy. Small guy, <laughs> did he look nice? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he looked nice. He looked like Chance the Rapper. You know who else I saw? Guy Fieri. Is that guy a cook? Yeah, you know with the blonde hair, that crazy. Oh guy. yeah, the guy that curses all the time. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Oh no, that guy. I think so. Yeah, he's very energetic. He's got like the. Uh, the yeah. Frosted tip. There you go. That's the guy. He was there with, he was there with his family. Mm. Just enjoying a day at Disneyland. Really? Yeah. There you go. How was is, how is Disneyland? I feel like it's a smaller version of Disney World. Is that what it is? That's exactly what it is. I, I would imagine, yeah. Disney World came first. This is an interesting you know, conversation right here. I know. We're Disneyland. talking to each other right here. Disneyland. It's all about You got Disney. a beer? I got this fucking thing. It's gonna be weird without Rock. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna really notice how shitty I am at radio. Yeah, Rock's always good at like coming in with some uh, po- positive affirmations. And he's stuff. like a better version of Flavor Flav. You know, like Flavor Flav. I feel like for Public Enemy, never really added anything to the group, but he was like noise. Like every time Chuck took a breath, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, boy, <laughs> yeah," something like that. And he played with a clock. Like Rock was a is a better version of Flavor Flav. Like he he adds. To whatever nonsense I'm spewing. Right. Me and you are probably at the same level. Yeah. Rock at least adds something a little bit more intellectual. Yeah. He's like, well, you can't really say that because of this reason. And I'm like, ah, fuck that. <laughs> and I'm on the same page with you. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, the... Uh, 
just going to have to wait for Rock to come back. We don't know when that's going to be. I actually went to uh, the LPGA Tour event with my parents yesterday because I wanted to. I like spending time with my parents. That's why I moved out to Arizona because they're getting older. And uh, I like, you know, I want to see them in their old age and, and be there for them if anything uh, fucking happens. And it happens a lot. And they always call me and they're like, oh, the fucking light's out. I got to go. Oh, yeah. You know, I got to run over there and help them with the light. Yeah. Or you know, like my dad falls over in the middle of the night. I got to run over there and pick him up off the floor. Because he's, he can't get up. It's a it's a falling in, I can't get up situation. That's happened a few times. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to take him out to uh, you know go with him, to spend a day with him and, and watch golf. Because my parents love watch golf. Old people love uh, watching golf. Old people love watching golf. So I, I took him out there. And uh, at one point, we, we couldn't, they can't walk. <laughs> right. Like, it's a problem. <laughs> like, they can't walk. So it's I, a sl- it's a slower pace. Right. So way. so you, when we we got to the entrance of the uh we entered the event, the gate. We literally made it maybe 200 feet past the gate and that's as far as we could go. <laughs> now the whole the event takes place on an entire golf course. You know, it's just like it's 18 holes. It's how many acres is how many acres is a golf course? 155 something like that. You know, it's a, it's a lot of acreage. So we made it 200 feet. So whatever was within 200 feet, that's what we saw. <laughs> it's like the first hole. Right. But it was kind of cool because uh, at one point it was it wasn't even like a half hour into it. My parents or my dad had to go to the bathroom. And you know, obviously got to got to take a leak, <laughs> got to take a leak. At the bottom and top of every hour. That's what my dad's got to do. Well, it's, so, like, it's like kid. It's yeah. like kids. So I went to go uh, take a leak. And uh, after that, obviously, he got hungry. So we had to, we, we ate lunch. And uh, they, we went to the restaurant. And they sat us down at this, you know, table, whatever. And it, it just happened to be, like, right where all the, the LPGA Tour players come from their room in the resort to walk out to the course. So we pretty much saw every single... LPGA tour player walk like literally right next to our table, like like from me to you, like literally just walking by, and I was head nodding every single one. Of them. <laughs> and there wasn't one that was like there wasn't. Yeah, were they? It was it like a train of them? It was a yeah. It, every whenever their tea time was coming up, they would just walk out of their room and go. You know, so it was warm like. Up. One came out, and then like two minutes later, then fifteen minutes later, another one came out. Then yeah. fifteen minutes later, another one came out. Yeah, but uh, at one point, uh, we were done with lunch, and we uh, we had a couple because it was St. Patty's Day, and we're Irish. We had a couple beers. My mom had three glasses of wine. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it, when my mother's seventy-two years old. So who was the uh, DD on this one? Oh, uh, my father was. <laughs> Yeah. No, because I'm not allowed to drive anybody else's car. Right. I can't do that right. legally. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, yeah, so my mother has three glasses of wine. And I'm like, and I'm watching her. I'm like, I know when she has three glasses of wine, it's like pretty much she's a fucking sack of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we, uh, she's like, oh, she's all giddy. She gets all giddy when she has three glasses. No, we always is the This is great. Happy St. Patty's Day, everybody! <laughs> you know, that's what she literally yelled that out to a bunch of people. And they were just like, this little lady's crazy. 
So we get. We, I was like, let's go watch. Let's go back to the first tee and watch some people tee up. Do they have like an 18th hole? Like over in what is it? What's the other one? The bird's nest out here. Don't they have like one that's a little bit more rowdy of a hole? Oh yeah, yeah. No, the, 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 the LP, LPGA tournament's not like that. Yeah. No, it's very low key. There's a lot of old people. And whatever. So your mom was standing out like is it the, uh, heck, yeah, the there wasn't anybody making any noise anywhere. There wasn't any noise. There wasn't any rowdy fans. There wasn't anything. But like, keep in mind the 200 foot limit. So I, I, I take my parents to the first tee to watch some uh, Michelle Wee tee off. And uh, we did that. And then I was like, would you guys like to try to follow her on the first hole? Like to walk the first hole, watch her play the first hole, and then we'll walk back. Par, par four? Par four. Yeah. So I get my mom and dad. My dad's got a cane and my mom's got legs that are so weak uh they they couldn't support uh like a bag of feathers. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not laughing, but but they, they they in their mind they think they're eighteen, but they but they're they're We're all gonna be there one day. You're all everybody's gonna be there one day. It's gonna So suck. my mother, three glasses of wine in we watched T uh, uh, Michelle we tee off, and I was like, "Let's go, let's go follow her." And so we walk past the first tee, and we start following the crowd. We get across like uh, the fairway that have this gate where they let you walk across, and then they close the gate, and they and you continue on. My mom made it like uh, halfway across the gated area, and she's just like, "Oh my back!" And she just lays down <laughs> on the way in the middle of the fairway. Oh shit! Because her, she had an ache in her back. And everybody thought she was dying. Oh, no. Everybody thought she was, oh, my, my back hurts. Let me just, let me just, let me just get this thing cracked. And I was like, Ma, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> and people are walking up to me. She's going, is she all right? Is she? I'm like, she's totally fine. She's got a fucking. She had three glasses of wine. She has to crack her back. And this is, I'm like, Mom, you're not at home. Like, you can't, this is not your living room. You can't just go like, oh, you know, I got an itch on my knee. I'm going to pull down my pants and itch my knee. You know what I mean? You're not at home. Like, this is that's what she would do at home. They do live on a golf course. They so. do live on a golf course. But I, she's not going out into the backyard and going onto the fairway to crack her back. Like, she has the, she literally, I think, because she had three glasses of wine, she thought, she thought she was just, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what she thought. But she was just literally trying to crack her back on the f- the fairway of the first hole of the LPG Founders Cup yesterday, <laughs> and it, it, it's just like, and I, I'm watching her. On, I'm, I felt like a scumbag because I'm just watching her. Everybody thinks she's in pain, but I know she's not. You and know, I'm just watching her, going, "Get up, <laughs> get up, old lady." <laughs> you already know who she is. Yeah, man. I know what she's like. And it, I. Two or three people walk by. She goes, oh, man, do you need help? I'm like, no, she's fine. She had three glasses of Chardonnay. Why is she flailing on the ground? I'm like, because she's an idiot. <laughs> she's got a crack in her back. She, she doesn't realize where she is right now because she had three glasses of hooch. Yeah. So that was my day yesterday. Literally right after that, they both got sleepy like cats and we had to go home. <laughs> like. Two hours in, literally two hours in, we were like, "Oh yeah, there's the event." Yeah, literally just left. Was it a nice day? Like weather was nice. Yeah, it was. No, it's it's fucking Arizona. Arizona is really nice. It's always nice. Uh, 
But this well, is like, well, the, that's good. At least they got out. They got out, enjoyed some sun, got some vitamin D. Yeah, I started, you know, I was just like, I started thinking. I was like, man, they're, they're really almost getting to the age where I almost can't even take them out. It's the, <laughs> it, it, to me, it's the circle of life, right? When you're little, mm-hmm. when you're, you know, you got kids, you know, infants, toddlers, whatever. They're slow. They can't walk. You know, you're like, hurry up. Keep up the pace. Right. And then, you know, at the end, at the end of life, it's the same way. Yeah, can't even, I start can't. slowing down. Got to wear diapers again. <laughs> Same shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm know. not saying your parents wear diapers, but I'm just saying. No, that. they're get they're, they're they're not far off. Yeah, well, they're certainly not far off. Sometimes it's just out of convenience. You got to wear a diaper. <laughs> it's not a bad idea for me sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, seven one eight six nine zero ninety two ninety. If you're watching this shit live, um. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it's, uh, me, Leroy Jenkins, no Rock. Rock is, uh, I, I would love to call him right now and find out what's going on, but I don't know. I can't talk about it. I don't know what this, what they even say about it, but it's it's exciting. It's uh, stressful, and it's uh, it's uh, life-changing. So it, it, I, I don't even, is that enough? I think I've said too much. Probably. Everybody probably figures it out. But, uh, you know, good luck to Rock and his, his family. And Right. Hopefully we'll talk to him soon. I don't but. even know if I should be doing I don't know. I, I think it's a bad idea for me to be doing the show right now. <laughs> like, I should be. No. Should I? I mean, should He I? would want you to have the show keep going. He would say, keep the show going, kid. <laughs> Is that what he would say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he gives a shit. Do you think he's thinking about the show? No, he's not, not right now. No, he's not going to be for the next uh, you know month and a half. Is anybody listening to this? Because I don't even know. Like yeah. I, I'm sitting here staring at an image of me talking to me. I don't know if anybody's listening. I can't. I can't put it up. I can't see the feedback or anything. This is eight thousand people watching right now. Right, here's a cool, uh, cool teacher. Oh, there we go. Cool teacher, you're on the air. What's your What's going on? Hey guys, what's going on? What's up? What's going on? Not much, not much over here. Wow. Well, no, not much is going on over here either. It's just me and Leroy fucking trying to do a radio show. Yeah, I'm watching you guys on the big screen. It's a mess, right? It is a mess. We we got the studio lit no. up in green in in, in, in honor of St. Patty's Day. Yeah, that's right. I just noticed it is very green. It's very green today. Yeah. Uh, what else, cool teacher? Anything? Nothing. You got any golf tournaments going on up there? <laughs> no, not into golf. Getting ready for opening day. Any comments on like parents, like like older parents, and how they uh, just dealing with that situation? Um, my parents aren't that old. I mean, they're still. I mean, we're um, uh, like I said, getting ready for opening day. It'll be my dad's like forty third opening day in a row. Oh, Yankees, right. Yeah. When is that? So, um... It's pretty soon. A couple yeah, of weeks, the Yankees. Uh, April, right? Yeah. April 1st. I would like to say the Yankee season starts in a few weeks, and uh, I don't really like to mention the rest of the uh, Major League Baseball, because it's pretty much the Yankees are nothing to me. There's no one else exists. <laughs> exactly. People over here in Arizona they try to talk to me about the... Uh, what is their team called? Oh, you're right. The Arizona Diamondbacks. They try to talk to me about them, and I'm like... I, I, I can't even, I can't talk to you about your goddamn Arizona Diamondbacks. They, they, it's not even a team to me. They have one on you, though. They say, they can say, you know, back in, what, what was it, 90, whatever. They yeah. won on a bloop hit. 
It's a win is a win. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. We have 20. How many do we have, cool teacher? 27 world championships? Yeah. Yeah, see, 27. This year, what do you think, cool teacher? This year they're going to get one, I right? think we're going to have another one this year. I don't want to be cocky or anything, but I feel like we are going to have another one this year. I think you're going to get Manny Machado. Uh, we, we could. We definitely could. And then we're gonna next year we're going to wind up with Manny Machado. And uh, we're gonna have like an even even like more grotesque all star type of team. You're gonna be like Derek Jeter, who? Yeah, I know. It makes those Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez, Gary Sheffield fucking teams look like shit. Like our teams are amazing right now. So it's 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 not. I still miss, I still miss Jeter. There's no like opening day without Jeter is still. He's it, it's it's hard on our family. He's still winning for us though. He gave us Giancarlo. He gave us Giancarlo. He's still winning for us. He's still playing for the Yankees. In a way, he's still playing for the Yankees. He probably looks at Giancarlo as like a Rodriguez type of deal or mm. Albert Pujols, one of those guys that has these huge contracts that you just got to get rid of him, you know? Yeah. You know, going back to the old thing, I did, I, I did notice, and I have noticed in the last like six months, uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I work with younger people or I go to a, like I work out or, you know, I live in a community where there's a lot of younger people here. I've noticed younger people referring to me as sir. Does that happen to you a lot? <laughs> I don't I don't I've never had that happen to me in my life and it, until like the last six months. That's when you know you're getting old. Right? Like the, the dude that lives above me. He, he, he said sir to me. He's like, how you doing, sir? I'm like, I'm not a fucking sir. <laughs> Like, I'm not a fucking sir. There's no way. Look at me. I'm wearing a fucking Nike hat and a jet shirt. Where, where's sir anywhere? Drinking monster drinks. I'm drinking monster. I'm still hip. I'm still young. Why can't I be called dude? <laughs> I don't want to be called sir. Yeah. Sir is not. I'm not sir. My dad is sir. What about bro? If he was like. Bro is fine. I'm a bro. It's a bro. I'm a bro. I don't want to be called <laughs> Sir. Do you, are you ever called sir? I know, that's the same thing when I get called ma'am. I'm ma'am. like, I'm sorry, what? Oh. Right, ma'am. If you're called ma'am, you're oh. like, oh, fuck, just put me out the pasture. Fuck you, you little punk. <laughs> put me out the pasture. Just let me roam alone. My life is over. Right. It's reality, though. It's reality. Ma'am, oh, my God, where's my cane? I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. No, I'm not a ma'am. <laughs> right. I would imagine being called sir and being called ma'am is is literally almost like an insult to uh, the person you call it to because it's just like okay they're just not they're, they're not they're trying to be respectful they're being trying to be respectful but for me when when a, when a younger person calls me sir I am out of I feel like I am just no fun <laughs> like I'm I'm put into a category in their head that just means no fun <laughs> like I'm no fun that that guy's no fun. He's 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 in his forties, right? Right. That's what it means. Like, yeah. What well, that that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. I'm the fu- I'm fun. Maybe I'm not fun. I'm I'm probably am not fun. But I don't want to be. I don't want to be called sir. You're on the back. Do I look old to be called sir? You're like, on the back nine of life. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Not on the back nine. Yeah, you are. And I feel like cool I, I, you gonna. You, I mean, you're a woman. You're you're my age. I mean, if you're called ma'am. How does that make you feel? Like, what the fuck? It's, it's awful. 
And like you said, like, I, you know, I'm a teacher, so I'm around young kids, yeah. you know, so it's like, I feel like I'm young and like, um, I'm going to physical therapy now and I had asked my physical therapist how old she was and she's like, um, I'm going to be 28. I'm like, can you hold on for a second? I'm like, Bleh. I'm like, you're 28. I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, do you even know how old I am? And she's like, I have your chart. I didn't, you know, I could look it up, but I never did. I'm like, I'm 41. I'm like, oh, my God, you're 28 years old. I'm like, I feel so old. She's like, oh, my God, you don't look it. I'd say, like, maybe 35. And I'm like, oh, gee, thanks. It's like I feel like she gave me, like, a pity party. Like, oh, don't worry there, kiddo. Hey, like, she, she's gonna, like, oh. She's going to get there one day. Here's the deal. Like, you go to your doctor when, you know, and you're younger and stuff, and they're all older. Then at some stage, your doctors start becoming younger than you. You know, and you're like, what the fuck? Now I'm old. You know what right. I mean? That's when you know you're old. I don't like that. It's thirty five, forty. That's it. That's over. That age. It's like you're you. You've either done something with life, <laughs> or you're doing a podcast. <laughs> We're doing a podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna have to start figuring out this podcast because Rock ain't gonna be here for a while. Ugh, it's gonna. Hey, I gotta really do work. By the way, Stephen Hawking died at seventy six. Does anybody care about that? You made a reference to him at the last radio show. Did I? Stephen yeah, Hawking? Yeah, I made yeah. a Stephen Hawking reference? Yeah, you were talking about like space program or some shit. And oh, you were like, uh, I said fuck him or something? I think something. you were talking about Elon Musk's car being on inner space. Oh, yeah, inner space. And then you said something about the... Uh, there is an inner space, right? So you know, the fucking guy in a wheelchair, and like a day later he dies. There is a thing such as inner space, isn't there? Or is that, um, or is that just a movie from the 80s? <laughs> I don't know. Is, is, there is an inner space, no? Right? Sure. There's an. There's like here's the fucking. If you people are watching, let me know if you're if you're out there. Uh, you know, here's the here's the atmosphere. This little crown I'm making with my hands, and then there's inner space right above it. The 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 coating right above it is inner space, and then there's outer space. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't like. I, I think that's something. I don't know. Cool teacher. What, what do you? Uh, what subject do you teach? Um, I teach uh, theater. Okay. See, she's a, a woman of my heart. Kieran graduated. Yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah. Uh, four score and seven years ago, I hated uh, acting. <laughs> Everybody in my acting class thought I smoked marijuana, which was weird. They were just trying to see if you did so they could smoke up with you. Yeah. They thought I was like, I remember that. They're like, you smoke weed, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, this guy smokes weed. And you're like, no, I'm fuck like, that. I fucking smoke I'm weed. fucking smoke weed. And they're like, goddamn hippies. All they wanted to hear you is you go, yeah, a little bit. And then they would have been like, let's go. That's it. Yeah, I got out of the theater thing because everybody was, um, uh, how do you put it? Gay. <laughs> That's not true. There was, there was a guy that... Uh, was that a sneeze? Bless you. Yeah, there were, there were a couple of dudes that were just like, hey, uh, you know, the young kid over there might want to... And I'm like, no, I don't. See you later. Out of here. This place is not for me. Theater's not for me. Plus, you know what? I, I hate musicals. I fucking hate musicals. Yeah, musicals are uh, just... They're just not necessary in life. I went to see this, like, Mehmet. Mehmet. Mehmet play or something where there was like singing the, the lines, the singing, the dialogue throughout the entire isn't, play. Isn't that like La La Land? I, no, they were Greece. No, they were like, they would actually sing. Oh, Greece, don't you dare. They would sing don't the line. Dare. I mean, there are some musicals that are a bit too much, like every, they're all, they sing the, the dialogue. Singing, I can't deal with, but sing, I love me. I, 
You're talking to the wrong person. I love musicals. Whoever thought that singing dialogue was something that people wanted to watch? Like, I just closed the door and I'm going to the dishwasher to start the dishes. That, like... That's not what a musical is. I know, but there are plays that I had to watch when I was studying theater that were just singing dialogue. And I was like, how do... Like what? I don't remember the name of it because I wanted to shoot myself when I was in there. I was like, I had to write shit about it. I had to go... I had to to watch the damn play and then write something about it. Like, I gave a fuck to write anything about but this bullshit. Jeez. Yeah. Not all musicals are bad. They are. No one gives no, a shit. Not. No one cares about a musical. No one cares. Only, Come on, West Side Story. Yeah, the only people that care about that are people that live in Soho. <laughs> That's the only people. Well, I don't live in Soho. Or the Upper I live East in Side country. Yeah, <laughs> they, 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 they don't care. Really, they're like they're no. There's no nobody living in the Midwest or no. Musicals suck. It's, it's, a, it's a form no, of No, they don't. Then why are people going to see them on Broadway? I don't know. Is Hamilton a musical? Kind of yeah. is. Yeah. It's a it's a rap. It's a, uh, a rap musical. Oh, fucking Christ. Well, people say it's great. I must be. That guy must have uh, You know what? I haven't seen it. My parents saw it before it became, like, huge, and they didn't care for it. But uh, then again, it was a rap musical, right. so I can't really see my dad enjoying it. But my mom, we had seen In the Heights, which was Lynn manuel Miranda's first uh, musical that he wrote, and that was really good, and that was in rap form and bilingual. Hmm. Yeah, so, hmm. And that was really good. But uh, but I'm a musical person, so you're talking to the wrong person. I like play. Plays are good. I watch, I've seen, I Speed the Plow, that's a good play. I watched that. I saw fucking uh, Ari uh, Ari Gold. Is that the guy's name? Who's the guy that played Ari Gold in that Entourage? Yeah, Jeremy Piven. I watched Jeremy Piven on Broadway play in Speed the Plow. That was fucking awesome. That guy was great in it. But no fucking musical. I ain't watching a fucking musical. Fuck that. No one's... I saw... You know, I was surprised because um, I saw A Bronx Tale. And I was very worried about how they were going to make that into a musical. Rock saw that too. Go they ahead. made that. They, made, they did a really yeah, good job. Yeah, Roxanne. Remember with his wife? Now you can't leave. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Was it? Was there like a now you can't leave song? Like now you can't leave. <laughs> now you can't leave. No, but there was actually the T-shirt that I bought from it. Uh, it says a Bronx Tale on the front, and it says that on the back. <laughs> now you, now you can't leave. Now you can't leave. It was really. It was done really well. I think you know. I was. I was worried about it because I was like. Ah, this scene is such a great movie. Why would they ruin it and make it into a musical? But it was really good. That fucking guy. Uh, who is it? Um, Chaz Palminteri, right? You think me? Yeah. That guy's made a whole career off that one goddamn movie, script, whatever. He He's made a career off of that. He's done. He's done. He's I know done. he's done other things, but r- literally, I, I bet the bulk of his money has come from that just one story. A Bronx Tale. What, he did he direct the thing and write it? I think he did everything for it. Palmetary. He was definitely the guy that made that play happen or that musical happen. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was definitely that like the head of that whole of the. I don't know if he wrote the book for it or, uh, but yeah, he definitely was like in it big time. He did the whole fucking, and it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come on, Karen. You would you tell me you're not going to go see Frozen? You, You. 
<laughs> I'm not. No, I watched. I watched the movie Frozen in the goddamn movie theater with like a five thousand kids. I ain't fucking doing that shit. Fuck that. Uh, no, plays are just not my thing. I literally had to sit through so many. I had to sit through ballets when I was in school. I had to sit through fucking goddamn. The singing dialogue fucking play. Oh, God. I just... There was so much shit. And then once I got hit on by a dude, I was just like... That was the last straw. (laughs) Once I got hit on by a dude, I was just like, I'm fucking out of this. Fuck theater. Straight to podcasting. (laughs) I... It was... was, I had it. Like, I was like, fuck this. I was like, no way. I'm very close-minded. Right. It seems, yeah, you're you're an old, you're like a sir. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you got to get with this new generation of kids that run around like thinking. Uh, I was worried that. All that, about musicals, Karen. I worried that. Everybody's doing it. Just da- just tomorrow, just walk out the, the the apartment, you know, dancing and singing to you to your car. Oh, like in La La Land? Right. Get to work and see how that goes. I was worried that, uh, you know, that guy would get me backstage and go, now you just can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, ha! Oh. You know? Fucking Christ. <laughs> uh, did you hear about well, the... Well, if you were in my class, you would, you would enjoy it. Wait, wait, how old are the kids in your class, by the way? Middle school. So, like, 11 to... 21, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, 11 to uh, <laughs> 11 13. to 21. I'm going to have to come sit on in a class or two if they're 21 years old. You know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, let me teach you. Let me run some lines with you backstage, huh? How about you come in my car, my scion? Like, Karen's like, hey, can you get me in there or what? Uh, hi. <laughs> uh, well, do, do you want me to do news stories? Because there's a good one from Lehigh University. There's, there's great news out of Levi University. Apparently, there was a raunchy scavenger hunt nice. put on by a sorority. Okay. Uh, and uh, so, well, the, the sorority got suspended based on some of the things that were uh, people had to do on the scavenger hunt. For example, one of the tasks uh, the contestants had to do during the scavenger hunt, which were women, is a female sorority. Um they had to put two dicks in their mouth at the same time. No, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I, I actually have the list right here. If I can, I can. Wait, barely... wait, Lehigh. Where is this? Lehigh. Yeah. Uh, it's in it's in Pennsylvania, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Dude, we grew up in the wrong generation. I know. We didn't have that kind of. Let me let me read. Uh, okay. Um... Is this legitimate, like actual, or is it like they're using? You know, dildos or something. I think for twenty for Jeez. cool teacher, are you hearing this? For twenty points. Yeah, I'm hearing this. Unbelievable. For twenty points in the scavenger hunt, you had the sixty nine on I guess the Lehigh football field, like right into the fifty yard line on the so you sixty nine somebody on the football field. I have to take off my glasses to read this because it's like a bad copy. Um for let's see, uh uh, for 10 points, hook up with an Uber driver. A lot of sexual things on here. Um, you look like such a sir reading without your glasses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for, winking. For, for 20 points. <laughs> You're all fucked. For 20 points. Uh, you had to have a threesome. So there's a lot of like sexual things on this. Uh, 
if five points, get a guy to sign your boob. That's not even a big Wait, deal anymore. So what was it with the two dicks in the mouth? How much is that? 20 points. That's it? Two dicks in your mouth. And what, what what had to happen is that you had to have like a spotter. Let me see that. Yeah, it's hard to see. You had to have a spotter. So like when you went out on the scavenger hunt, you had to have somebody follow you and go, okay, she's got two dicks in her mouth, 20 points for her team, you know, so-and-so. Like somebody following you and they do like the uh, um, the world record stuff. Somebody has to be there to authenticate it. Authenticate the two dicks in the <laughs> mouth. Yeah. The sorority got like kicked off or suspended for two years. But I think that is a great thing. You know what? It's, it's, it's imaginative. You know what I mean? They're trying to have... They're trying to... Uh, Make it interesting. Lee Lehigh University expects all students to uphold the community standards and act in a manner that reflects the university's code of conduct. Violations of these expectations, which are in place to foster a safe, respectable environment for members of the Lehigh community, will result in consequences. So apparently, the um, you know they didn't they didn't do that by having a having one of the things on their one of the texts on their scavenger hunt as ski pole two boys <laughs> oh you know what ski polling yeah, is Lehigh, more like Lee by university you know what ski polling is <laughs> come on cool teacher you know what ski polling is have you ever done this wait what is it ski polling you know what ski polling I don't well, uh, oh, I, oh I see your visual now on my TV I get it <laughs> Yeah, it's like double, uh, yeah. You're playing your TMZ sound. That's what you gotta do. You gotta ski pole like twice in a row. Like one on, one on this side, and then one on the other side. And then you gotta make them both go. And then you gotta make this one go. Yeah. That was a visual, people. I just did a visual thing for everybody. I was just acting right there. I was acting. I was just acting without props for the folks. Ski polling. Oh my god, this looks so strange on my TV. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ski polling two dudes. What a what a what a bunch of who was? It's the Alpha Chi Omega sorority. Shout out. Ski pole two boys. Uh, by the way, that's slang for manually stimulating two men at once. I think we they actually have to. They have to actually point that out in the article. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that they're putting that out in the article. Uh, hook up an Uber, Uber driver. Uh, well, whatever. Uh, the university ruled that some of the seventy-seven tasks on the list, which uh, were used for a December sorority event. And circulated on social media violated school policy. Hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, the sorority's national organization also conducted an investigation, resulting in its own uh, probation. The Associated Press reported, "Blah blah blah, blah blah blah." But the greatest thing of all time: two dicks in your mouth at the same time for twenty points. That's got to be more points. I'm thinking more points. I was I know. just thinking that. I'm like 20 points? That doesn't seem fair. It's got to be up there. Like, what about ski polling two guys? It's 20 points. 20 points. Like putting two dicks in your mouth is just like, dude, that's task over. The ski polling two guys? 
No, that's like uh, that's twenty points. The other one's about fifty to a hundred. You gotta you gotta update you know points on that one. Yeah, that's the problem with the whole the whole story. The whole point system's off. Right. She's I right. say ski polling two guys <laughs> is got to be a thirty-five pointer. No, 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 no. I say twenty-five pointer, but it becomes a thirty-five pointer if you you know get them to. You know what I'm saying? And then you get arrested for like prostitution or something. <laughs> Because you're gaining. No money was exchanged. Yeah, but you're gaining points. <laughs> you're gaining points, and you win the scavenger hunt, and you're gaining notoriety. That, that There's got to be some sort of thing there. Do you think they even, you know, performed? Like, was there just one girl in this whole sorority who was like, I'm doing every one of these things? <laughs> I get you. It was a whole. Half, half of them were probably like, fuck, I'm not doing this shit. But, you know, it was probably Linda. Linda. Yeah, she's a, a girl named Linda. She's a whore. Who's a real go-getter. And she <laughs> she did it all. Uh, the chapter lost its recognition for two years and was banned uh, through May 2020 from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania campus. Oh, there you go. I think that's fucking great. Yeah, it is. I think that's fucking awesome. Show school spirit, you know? Yeah. I've been to uh, it's a, it's a Lehigh. It's a good place. It's a good place. I've been there. It's nice. I've driven past it many of time. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania is a great place. I've hung out there. It sounds like it would be boring as fuck, but it's actually a cool. It would be. It's a nice place to go to school. I would imagine it is. Bethlehem, huh? Bethlehem. It's a great yes. fucking town, and I'm glad the girls are getting raunchy there. That's fucking great. I tell you what, this younger generation is fucking taking it. We took it to this level that they're just fucking taking it to a level above us. There's all sorts of shit. People are getting lit. People were getting lit all the time. Our shit wasn't on social media either, you know? So it didn't make, like, national news. I know. Well, I'm sure there's I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of... Uh, oh, we had scavenger hunts. Remember the, the scavenger... Yeah, but it wasn't... There was some fucking sketchy shit on our scavenger hunt list. But they weren't like, you know, go finger bang two girls at the same time or something. Or, or, or like... But it was, it, it was bad shit. I mean, it was like, you know, steal some gravestones. <laughs> There was some bad stuff. I never did it. Never did it. But there was some bad stuff on our. Like, I would be pissed if I was like. Because there was in our, our town that we grew up in. Leroy and I are from the same town. There was this really, really old cemetery. Like, it was really old. Like, the fucking gravestones from this motherfucker were just. I don't know. They must have been 100 years old. <laughs> They're like they were like rotting away and shit. Even though they're stone, they're just you know eroding. So one of the things on there was to just go grab one and <laughs> take it out of the ground from like you know Seamus McGillicuddy's fucking tombstone. A guy died in like eighteen fifty nine. We took a um, a washer washing machine that was like sit out for somebody like for disposal for uh-huh. garbage pickup the scavenger hunt it wasn't on the scavenger hunt but we put one in the back back of my parents <laughs> put one you just did this for fun put it in the back of my parents like uh, we had like a station wagon drove it to like some other kid's house and put it on his front lawn <laughs> like on his front lawn <laughs> but uh, you know those are the days yeah it wasn't like these Lehigh girls you know going all crazy I tell you what I, I, I wouldn't Jeez. I wouldn't I wouldn't have minded being an Uber driver on this night right I could have gotten late I just been dry- I would have been fucking circling that sorority house all fucking night <laughs> yeah 
one of them things is hook up the Uber driver. I'm going to be fucking Uber. I would have a sign on the top of my Uber car that says Uber. You know what I say? Let them. Let, Uber. Let 20 them, points. Let them have their fun. Nobody's being forced into doing any of these activities, right? Uh, What is the hook up the, with the Uber driver? And that was for 10 points, right? Uh, let me see. Show your boobs five points. No, get your boobs signed five points. Nomad's driving over there. He's going to get hook up with one of these broads. Here's one that says have sex. Have sex in the, uh, I, I, apparently where the registry is in the bathroom. Uh, so I guess where you sign up for your classes at Lehigh University, if you had sex in the bathroom at the registry, I want to find out who, 20 points. I want to find out who's the one that came up with the two dicks in the mouth. You know what I mean? Like, like here's one that somebody like, wrote that. They were like, I got one. Like, I got one for this list. Crowd surf. Here, another thing. Number 62 on the list. Crowd surf at a party. One point. That's lame. Like, if you crowd surf, you can get hurt. Like, they can drop you and you can, like, you know, tear an ACL. Why is that only one fucking point? I wouldn't even do that for one point. I don't know. What do you think, cool teacher? I love it how you're like, crowd surfing is dangerous. Put oh. two dicks in the mouth. That's the way to go. <laughs> Here, yeah, no. Yeah, number <laughs> number 65 on the list. Uh, cool teacher, hook up. Jesus, how many? How many are there? Oh, uh, there's 77. There's 77 things. I'm I'm trying to read this off a bad copy. So, uh, uh, number 65 is hook up with a fifth year. Do you know what that means? Yeah, like one of her 20 year old, 21 year old kids in junior high, right? Right. It, it means hook up with a guy who hasn't graduated in four years. Hook up with the fifth year guy, the guy who uh, you know still studying liberal arts. <laughs> You know, still hasn't uh, proceeded, but aren't the majority uh, life. the majority of these kids are like fifty? Years. Nobody like not too many graduate in four years, right? Uh, kiss kiss someone's boyfriend in your PC. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Your PC, yeah. Cool teacher, what do you think? What does PC mean? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, give a boy a strip cheese to strip love me. Cheese? Strip tease. Give a boy a strip tease to love me or hate me. That's fifteen points. I don't know what love me or hate me is. Is that a? Is that a? a probably a song. Some sort of rap tune by fucking Drake. Little Yachty. Uh, little Uzi Vert. Somebody's other. I want to read this whole fucking thing and I can't fucking see it. I'll try to. I'll try to get more. Somebody's a pretty good. Uh, sing karaoke at the fun house. That's boring. Uh, trade off with someone uh, who's affiliated with Road Rally. I don't know what that means. Get your boobs signed. Go into each other's. Uh, uh, go out in each other's clothes. That's boring. See, the majority are like not too bad. It was just you. Start, you, you started off with the one that was. Yeah, like, you go. You go for the. I tell you what. If I'm like a chick. If I'm a chick and I'm I'm entering this scavenger hunt right here, you go straight to the two dicks. I'm going, yeah, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going two dicks at one time. I'm going 69 at that football team. I'm going to take an Uber to the football field, make out with a guy, the Uber driver. Then I'm going to fucking 69 on a goddamn 50 yard line at the football Jeez. thing. And then right after that, I'm going to ski pole two guys on my way back uh, to the sorority house. And then after that, I'm going to crowd surf to relax. And right. And then, no, no. And then when I, when I, after I'm done ski poling and to refresh myself, I'm going to put two dicks right in my mouth and then go inside the sorority house and collect my fucking prize and be like, I won. No one else is fucking doing anything. I just did. I just did everything in and 20 what's the minutes. Prize? 
Well, I, what's the prize is that you're the biggest whore in the fucking sorority house. I guess. <laughs> you know, the gay, you're the, people are going to be talking about you. You're going to be like, uh, you know, fucking Jim Belushi in Animal House. They're going to be talking about you forever. 0.0. 0. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Deaf, dumb, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's it. That's what I got there. I want to do a break because I got to take a, uh, a Lizique. Cool teacher, thanks for calling <laughs> thanks in. Thanks for calling in, cool teacher, and helping us out with the radio program. No problem. You're the greatest of all time. Feel free to call back later after the break. <laughs> yeah, free feel the call back if you want. <laughs> well, I love watching, and it's nice that I'm well, nice that I don't have to go to work tomorrow, but. Do you have Even any, though I wish I could. Do you have any shout-outs to Rock? That sounds really weird. Do you have any shout-outs to Rock before we go on break? Do I have any shout-outs? For mm-hmm. Rock, yeah. Anything? For Rock? Oh, um, wishing him uh, wishing him all the best. I know we can't talk about anything, but the seven or eight people that are listening know I'm sure what's going on. <laughs> Yeah. It's not a big secret. Yeah, I know. All of Westchester knows about it. All right, we'll let you go. Nomad's calling in. All righty. All right. Nomad, you're on the air. What's going on? Man, I thought you were on break. No, we're not on break. What's going on? We should go. We should go. I'm well, going. That's it, man. I, I kind of wanted to run down this Leroy Jenkins. You know, Rocket's not here. I've listened for a long time. <laughs> but, again, I missed out on two years because you canceled the show once and then brought it back, and I never saw the announcement. So, Leroy... Who the fuck are you? Where the fuck you come from? <laughs> Speak up a little more. Let's let's hear some shit from Leroy. Kieran's fumbling over his own toes here. Come on, come on. Hey, we, we listen, Nomad. We we understand your uh, your feelings here with Rock being out, and he's gonna be out for a little while. You might have to just deal with okay. it. You know what I mean. Leroy, I am man. That's why I'm asking you questions. I'll do my you best. Gotta, you got the big shoes to fill. You got you got to watch Terrence back. I, Nobody else is going to do it for him. I, I can see the professionalism that Rock has had on this show for all these years, and I cannot measure up to his ability. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're going to have to do something, Leroy. Underst- understand <laughs> that there's going to be a lot of subpar radio coming up. The last uh, last time Leroy, <laughs> last time Leroy was on the show, and I, you know Rock and I are sitting here doing it. I'll look over at Leroy every once in a while and go, is he still here? And he goes, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just fucking yawning. And so he can't be doing that anymore. He's got he's to gotta, uh, step up his game. I got to tell you, like when uh, Kieran decided to start this back up here and try to hook up with Rock over you know, the internet and do the show, he was like, you want to come down and do it? I'm like, yeah, I'll fuck around with it, see what happens. But I'm not, you know, I'm not into radio. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do, but now you're on the show, so you have to be into it. That's what I'm like, saying. You're, you're, in it. you're in it now, man. This is this is going for, fuck, almost almost two decades. Right. You're part of it. Sorry. You gotta, Ronnie Beans and now Boy Jenkins. I can't match up to Ronnie Beans either. I'm a... What you would call like a pretty much an average guy, C C minus kind of guy. You know what I mean? Don't expect a A plus. You're having a conversation, joking down the shelf. It's still <laughs> What was that? What do you say? I didn't. Josh Gogan had him choking. He said, "Well, he said, but then he would be here every week, just like you." Oh yeah, um, yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's kind of hard to hear you, but 
hey man, I'm going to try to do my best. I'm just going to help out Kieran as much as I can. If he, uh, he, he doesn't care if I give out me- mediocrity. You know, he's like, uh-huh. oh, I know. I'm curious about your political, your, your politics, man. You're very quiet. Like during that gun control uh, thing that got brought up was the most like we've had. And, you know, there's things like Kim Jong-il meeting with Trump this week. There's all kinds oh, of stuff, you know, I'm just like, political commentary from Leroy Jenkins. Leroy, he yeah, wants, let's let's hear the bearded man. Arming, ar- arming teachers, go. Uh, you know, I don't know. It depends. It depends. I don't really fucking care, to be honest with you. Just, <laughs> did you hear about this? Did you hear about? Did you hear about yeah. this teacher that accidentally shot a fucking kid in class? Why? Because the gun went off. Holy! Did it? Where was that? It was on the news. This shit's gonna. Ha- <laughs> this news? shit's gonna happen. Google it. Yeah, it is. Make Google it. Take the teacher's gun. I mean, that's going to happen. Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Why would you fucking arm teachers? Why, why, you? why would you, Why would you think that teachers are like the proper authority for? And they're they're why? basically they're basically saying that like certain teachers have have this abi- oh. you know ability or whatever. Well, like the gym teacher is going to be like packing heat. No, no fucking teacher yeah. that I had back in the day was responsible enough to fucking. Carry a gun around class. Dude, my sixth grade teacher, fucking goddamn uh, Mr. Cavanaugh, he was an ex-Vietnam vet who had an alcohol problem. Do you think I want him fucking carrying a goddamn gun? <laughs> no, exactly. Most of the teachers yeah, are smoking weed. Yeah, I don't want like you got to like you got this is the, the the most idiotic fucking idea I've ever heard. And it's he only the guy I say I say let the kids fa- fucking carry the guns. No, I don't want them. Here. No, 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 no. Let's no. Just, let's have some veteran cops that belong there. You know, the cops that aren't fat, that actually can move around, and let's keep more than one on the far end of the school where you can smoke. Let's actually make them do their fucking job, and maybe we won't have so much trouble. You know, let's get the cop with the high kill count and the never fucking wrong attitude. I'd yeah. like that idea around the kids a lot better than a bunch of armed teachers who can't aim. Well, you're probably going to have like same situation like in Florida with with the one deputy that was on there. He kind of like. Fucking said, holy shit! I'm getting the fuck out of here, right? Which is crazy. Right. I want a veteran. I want veteran cops. I want people that are ex-military to be the school cops, and they need to be good. I was in a shooting here in Knoxville. You can look ours up. Uh, we had a shooting in 2008 slash 2009 at Central High School, and they ended up turning into a prison yard where you can't escape except for one way. So now, where we could all escape the last time, we're all funneled through one door now. So the ideas they have suck. Yeah, it's worse. It sounds worse. But hey, you know what? Hey, 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 no man. There was this guy on um they created this thing. I'm gonna have to look it up. And on the break I'll look it up. But he created this this is a high school kid who created this thing that would go on the door. Um on in the schoolroom door that's like a jam so they no they can lock the door where nobody can get in. I'll have to look it up, but he was actually this this actually good shit came out of it where this kid invented this tool that teachers could have in the classroom, they don't have to have a gun, but they could actually lock, you know, lock the door down, and you know, not the, not lock that, the door. Actually, make them bulletproof so that we don't get people shot through them, and we'd be good to go. Because most of our schools here are just these big, thick, almost six inch thick cinder blocks that are two by two beside each other. Right. A bullet's not going. I like I like that idea way better than I I I say get guns the furthest away from schools as possible. No matter. You know, and obviously security yeah. with the door locks and, and fucking, you know, I don't know, fucking equip kids with like a fucking key code to get in or something. I don't know. Give us, give us an RFID code to walk into our classes 
but arm a couple of real cops but, in the office with an actual gun that can do something besides a handgun. Because if he needs to take that dude out from across the school, he needs to do it if he can take the shot. Right. And the Don't I- let more die. No, bad. The idea of fucking that Trump at that goddamn meeting a few weeks ago was just like, what do you think about fucking, uh, you know, giving teachers guns? <laughs> like, I was just like, I was so fucking shocked that he would even say that. Like, that's the most retarded. That's like a that's like a response or an idea. A retarded high school kid who doesn't read the books or do the homework says during class. We have a Reddit president. We got to admit it. He's a Reddit president. He's a what? He's a what president? The Reddit. Reddit, you know, like the Reddit threads. He's one of the old Reddit kids that never grew up. He's still in middle school on his keyboard. Oh, he's like the fifth year guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know what you're saying. Yeah, he's a fifty. He's a Brad. He's a Chad. He's a douche from the '80s who thinks he's the best thing in all fucking since sliced bread. Wisconsin student uh, invention sparks national uh, uh, nationwide interest after Florida shooting. So that's what is that the story about the kid? Yeah, seventeen year old kid. Uh, he created a product called the Justin Case. The name Justin, and then K A S E. So if you Google that up, um, it's basically which was made to prevent active shooters from entering school classrooms. Uh, Justin, uh, I guess his name is Justin or whatever. But uh, you know, he just welded some shit up in the in the shop class, and uh, it's basically um, this little. Dang, piece of metal. It's it's actually a pretty smart thing, and it, I think it's like a hundred bucks to make. You know, it's a hundred bucks. You know, and it's not, you're not having to arm somebody. Obviously, the arming that would slow the shooter down. But you know what? It, it, it's, yeah, but it's all, all this shit. Wait. Then then you're gonna have the argument. What if what if the fucking kid conceals the fucking weapon and brings it in into the classroom? And no one detects it, and then you lock the door, and then you got a fucking locked door, and then the kids are just shooting everybody. Hey, hey, I have ever, ever said that we shouldn't be metal detected when we walk into schools, and I hate to say it like that, but they need bus. Metal detectors have to get in at the bus, and they should have a security guard on the bus with us because we had a kid get stabbed on our bus. We had kids beat Damn. the hell out of each other and do drugs and have sex on the school bus. So, I mean, like, <laughs> the things we could get by with, and that's mm. the security Call back. You're 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 uh you're 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 fading out, buddy. Your your connection stinks. Hello? Hello. Let's, nope. take, let's take a break. Yeah. We're gonna take a break, we're gonna come back more lunatic radio. Nomad, call back in, in a little bit. I can't I, when he ran I, I couldn't hear him. All right. Yeah. There he goes. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back more uh, lunaticradio.com show right after these words. No rock, but uh, he'll be back at some point. If you are a proud supporter of lunaticradio.com show and you like to see this show flourish or just rock and I become alcoholics, you can donate to the lunaticradio.com show by simply going on our website, Rocket Fire Away. Yes, absolutely. Donations. Go to the website, uh, lunaticradio.com, and select from one of the options, even a recurring amount, or simply just uh, give whatever you, you feel. Anything and everything is appreciated and helps pay for any of the expenses for this show and helps us keep going and you know not have to dig 
out of our pockets, and we appreciate, again, anything you can give. Right. So give a shit and give us a donation. <laughs> well, give money. Don't give a shit. All right. <laughs> I can go on about that one. So log on to the lunaticradio.com website. If you would be so kind and give us a donation, it would be great. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. From the lunaticradio.com show. Now back to Kieran and Rock. They may suck. That is all. Cock Diesel. You're never bringing that back. Get my dick fall. You can't bring that cock Diesel. 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 By the way, this is listed on YouTube as the best weed song of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking morons out there. I swear to God. Uh, Weed is good, though. And stuff. I can't knock it. I am interested in the edibles because apparently that's abundant now. Like cookies, pastries, gummy bears, weed hamburgers, candies, lollipops, weed hamburgers, weed bacon and blue cheese. Bacon weed would be the greatest invention of all time. Bacon weed, bacon weed, bacon weed. Because there's turkey bacon. Why can't there be yes, weed there bacon? <laughs> I love your comparison. Like, like you just said, there's turkey bacon. There's chocolate covered bacon. Tur- bacon. Why can't we put weed in the bacon? Tur- bacon. Can we just shoot up some pork with some weed stuff? If you can put weed into a gummy bear, you can put weed into bacon. Fair. That's a fair point. Weed bacon. Weed bacon. That could be the greatest thing. Waken. Waking bacon Waking with my bacon. weed bacon. There's some fucking advertisement slogan right there. Bacon. You're bacon, bacon with bacon. Waking bacon. Get it? Yeah. It's true. Because you're bacon. Because, you know. A bacon the bacon that has right. weed in it. You're bacon bacon. Yeah. It's bacon bacon. It's like a thing. It's a play on words. Bacon bacon. <laughs> But if you did, just imagine how would it feel if your phone got disconnected, no cash, your gas cut off, and the gal that you had that was helping just stepped the fuck off. She took the kid. All right, what the fuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, the, the fucking song. I think it's the best. Week. You meant worst song ever. <laughs> I got that doobie ashtray. Okay, I get it. That, you know. How about you get a job too? <laughs> oh, with that doobie ashtray. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Then the well, girlfriend I- might not leave you or something. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. It's a brainstorming idea, you know. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you should go out and invent weed bacon. Yeah, yeah. This just in. Bone thugs are not calling you. <laughs> this, this asshole got kicked out of Bone Thugs. <laughs> then he wrote the Doobie Ashtray song. <laughs> just, it's like I just, you, you write the jokes, Rock. I announce them. You're my Seth Meyers. I just punched a guy in the gut. He's bent over, and then you just came by and be like, "Ha ha!" All <laughs> uh, right, let's do a break from life. 
You know, you know, people like me on Facebook. You're in a rock around social media. Why can't you just like me? Be sure to like and follow Lunatic Radio on Facebook. I need to get naked. That's what I need to do. Dude, tap it out, bro. What do you mean? I'm tapping out. Wait a second. No way. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Wait, who told them to get naked? I'm get sitting it. here behind this microphone. There you are. Perfectly fine with my manhood. Are you? Of course I am. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Karen and Rock have returned. I had in my hand a bunch of condoms, KY, lube, and a sixer. For few, I like to call it a good time. <laughs> LunaticRadio.com. Karen and Rock. LunaticRadio.com. What up, everybody? LR Show hanging out with you. No rock today. My name be, well, we'll find out. We'll find out when Rocky come back. I don't know when he's going to come back, but he'll be back at some point. Uh, me and Leroy Jenkins hanging out with you. It'll be me and Leroy Jenkins for a little while. And then, uh, whatever, you know. Word up. NCAA tournament going on. A lot of, uh, if you're into that, man, it's been a great tournament. Uh, a lot of upsets. A lot of parody in college basketball. Although it's all corrupt and shit. <laughs> There's nothing fucking authentic about goddamn college basketball anymore. Uh, other than when, like, a 16C beats a 1, which is really cool. I mean, that was really cool for that that. That means those kids are going to remember that for their, their their whole lives. And I know if you're not into college basketball or or what it means for a 16 seed to beat a one, um, but it, it's never happened. And what, how many years has that tournament been around? Um, it's never happened. So you know that's it's a it's a historic moment. It's a it's a it's it's us beating uh, the Americans beating the Russians in the Olympics way back and the miracle on ice thing. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's legendary. It's David beating Goliath people. So there you go. It's fucking, it's great. Uh, there's some sex experts that what, what's the matter? You're, Oh, you're not on. <laughs> I didn't turn Leroy Jenkins on. Uh, 718-690-9290 if you want to call in, uh, to the, uh, radio show. I uh, was, um, yeah, I don't know. I can't wait for our president to get in fucking impeached. That's going to be great. <laughs> I can't wait for that to happen. There's no collusion. I watched the Bill Maher show a lot. And, uh, I, you know, I like Bill Maher, but he's, he, he's always got like that. I'm too smart for the room thing going on. He's kind of like hoity-toity a little bit, but I watch him because I feel like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like he's kind of reasonable with his, with his uh, political views. He's reasonable. Like, he'll, he'll, I don't know, he'll call out the liberals a little bit. He's a, he's a liberal, though, I mean. Yeah, he, he sides with the Democrats, right? But he, he, um, he'll tell them, like, that they suck, too, you know? I smoke a lot of weed and I'm smart. Yeah. That's Bill Maher. But he had uh, Billy Bush on this week. He had Billy Bush. What did they talk about? The bus incident? Yeah. And uh, yeah, the bus incident. Uh, where yeah. Billy Bush was, when uh, Donald Trump goes at oh, we can just grab him by the pip, uh, the pussies. And Billy Bush is like, yeah, man, we can just grab him by the pussies. You know? Went, went along with it, and he had to explain the whole thing on Bill Maher. And uh, I, I really got no uh, indication that Billy Bush wasn't a complete douchebag. <laughs> Like he's a complete douchebag. I don't think that guy should be hired to do anything anymore. Like he, 
He tried to like be a human about it, but he's just a TV Hollywood fake asshole. You know what I mean? Like he really has no. Like we were talking about. Um, he was Entertainment Tonight, right? Yeah. He, well, yeah. He was Entertainment Tonight, and then he was the Today Show, and he was uh, he hosted like a game show, I think. And uh, you, you would think he has no like he or, like I don't know credibility. <laughs> yeah. Like media. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. He's not a journalist. No. He's just, it's not like, I don't think he really cared. Well, he, he explained it off well. He did do that. He explained it off well, you know, being, I mean, it was 13 years ago that that thing happened where he was in the bus with Donald Trump and Donald Trump said, um, you know, you know, when you're a star, you can just grab him by the pussies and they like it or something. Uh, uh, so that was 13 years ago. And he, he, how he explained it was is that at the time Donald Trump hosted that fucking TV show, uh, what is it, The Apprentice, and Billy was empowered by his bosses to be like Donald's guy, be like the guy that interviews Donald and and you know walks him around, walks him around, and, and gets the latest from Donald and blah blah blah. And uh, he wanted to keep up that relationship with Donald. Because he didn't want to get fired from his job. Because if he lost the um, the ex- exclusivi- uh, exclusivity with Donald Trump, he you know what would he say to his bosses? He'd be like, "Well, Billy, you fucked up. He's 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 our guy. He's our ratings guy. You know, get the fuck out of here." Oh, so oh, at that moment is when that shit on the bus happened, and Billy didn't know what to fucking do at the time. He was probably taken aback a little bit by the fact that this guy's a complete douchebag and said something completely douchey and uh, was just like, fuck it, I'll just roll with it. And uh, maybe this fucking, <laughs> maybe this thing will never see the light of day. Hopefully it never does. Maybe he didn't know that the mics were hot, you know, but which would make it even worse, I guess. I don't know. There's no defending the guy, but. I don't think it, I don't think it, would, I don't, would, I don't would, think would, Billy Bush should have lost his career over Wouldn't that. you have reacted similar, hanging out, I, you know, Donald I, Trump, I, and he's like, yeah, grab him by the pussy, and you go, and you'd probably be like, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think I would have rolled with it, but I think. You wouldn't have been like, oh, listen, Donald, that's inappropriate. I, no, I don't think I would have reacted like the way Bully Billy Bush did. It wouldn't like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like just laughed off like it was. The most hilarious thing he ever said. I think I would have been like, oh, well, I would have had some sort of comment. I would have had some sort of reaction to where like, all right, you just said that. I'm going to like laugh at it, but I don't really agree with it. That's what my reaction would it, you know, suggested. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, as a human being, hearing something that douchey come out of another person's mouth in a serious manner or... I was just been like, well, that's, I don't care who you are. That's the most douchiest thing I've ever fucking heard. That's that's your reaction? You it would have been. It would have been like, a, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. It would have been like, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't have gotten fired because that would have been pl- played back on the thing. You know, if that were, if I were in the Donald Trump bus tape on Access Hollywood, my reaction wouldn't have gotten me fired. Billy Bush had had like a follow-up question like, uh, is that right, Donald? Like, can you give us an example of when this uh, took place? Right. Or I would have tagged it like, well, you know, what about finger banging? Can you finger bang? (laughs) 
Can you just finger bank and there's nothing wrong with that? So, Donald, you just grab them? Yeah. By the, is that what you do? You just grab, is this out, outer clothing? Or or, or or I would have made it, or I would have taken his joke one step further and be like, well, so how many girls have you raped, Donald? You know? And he probably would have had a dead silence on that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Uh, maybe he would have, he maybe would have been like, well, there was one girl in 2006. Her name was uh, some porn star at some fucking golfing event. I, uh, I think I paid her. I'm not positive. Stormy, I think. Stormy. I think it was a very stormy night. Blew loads all over that bed. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think Billy. I don't think Billy Bush should have lost his job. Who fucking cares? But I don't think Billy Bush is that much of like a real dude. Who cares? See you later, Billy. He said he went to some sort of uh, uh, rehabilitation center to uh, like grow up as an adult. Is, is there such thing? Yeah, it's probably like a um, class for um, toxic masculinity. What the fuck is toxic masculinity? <laughs> it's like, is that a new thing? Yeah, it's a new thing. Toxic masculine. Oh, like guys that behave bad, like Donald Trump type dudes, right? Like, like fucking doucheheads. Yeah, I think the younger generation calls them brads. Is that right? Yeah, brads. Yeah, like brads, brads and chads. Huh. Like the younger generation calls douchey guys brads and chads. I've I've gathered this by my uh-huh. social media fucking. Uh, uh, What's wrong with the douche? Well, a douche is, yeah, but douche is our generation's way of calling somebody, you know, a, a dickhead. Brads and Chads. Because from every movie in the 80s, there was a dude named Chad. There was a character named Chad, and he was always a douche. <laughs> there was a guy named Brad who was always a douche. So that's what they, they take it one step further. Yeah. It's kind of a, actually, I find it kind of funny. So, yeah. Uh, this is the lunaticradio.com show, 718-690-9290. I don't really have much more to add to this uh, radio program today. Hey, did you, can what? I, can I, did Go you, ahead. did you watch that, um, OJ thing after the show last weekend? I did not. The one about where he pretty much, uh, admitted to killing somebody. Yeah. If killing I, Nicole. If, I, if I did it type of deal. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. It was the interview about, um, the book, if I did it. Right. And. He, it was supposed to be hypothetical. He gives like a hypothetical uh, version version that if he was the guy, this is what would have happened. <laughs> but it, the, the answer was way too detailed. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I, I think I left my glove there. <laughs> I don't remember when it happened. but and then, and then he's talking about this guy, Charlie. Yeah. He's like, oh, this guy, Charlie, uh, had the knife. I keep the knife in my truck because, you know, there's crazies out there. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, go ahead, Nomad. You're on the air. Yeah, man. Uh, toxic masculinity is a little bit different than what you're thinking, and it's been, like, really big in the news lately, and you guys have really avoided it. What is it? We, we, we just all right, man, it So, in prime example, go look at all the movies right now. They're removing male protagonists, white male protagonists from all major themes, all movies and TV shows. From Star Wars is getting the most heat out of it because it seems to have the most vocal fan base that's bitching about it. But Marvel, uh, DC Comics, Marvel, all of them are pushing this women's agenda movement, empowered women's, the forces female. Um, all this other stuff, and they're replacing male writers with women writers, and they're saying that we, as male, 
have been given too many privileges and have too much overpowering and we expect too much of women by looking at them and it's wrong for us to look at women and appraise them as beautiful and it's this whole movement. I mean, there was a, a lawsuit like two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now, where a guy got sued for putting his finger up a girl's butt during consensual sex. <laughs> Toxic masculinity is defined by adherence to traditional male gender roles that restrict the kinds of emotions allowed by uh, for boys and men to express, uh, including social expectations that men seek to be dominant, the alpha male, and limit their emotional range primarily to expressions of anger. So, okay. so if you're not buying Seacrest, you're, you're, you're toxic male masculinity. All right. Uh, I, I figured I got what it was, but... Like, men are, men are supposed to be now emotional and uh, have, you know... In, Colossal pussies, as I like to say it. Right. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're expecting us to be pussies, and then, then again, at the same time, they're expecting us to still act like a man, but will chastise us for it. I don't quite understand. Oh yeah. Well, no. That's just a that's just a douchey woman. <laughs> like that would be a like a dopey woman. No, this is a movement. No, I get it. But I, if you're if like take that in your if you're if you're a guy that shows emotions and then uh, then you're also a, you know you have that ability to be a man. They like uh, say somebody's robbing your house and then you fucking beat up the assailant that's trying to rob your house and then the woman fucking. You know, yells at you because you fucking killed the guy on your premises, and now you're getting sued. Like, no, no, it's not like I don't think it's like that. I think it's more or less like uh, no, yeah, it's more it's like targeting manliness as a whole in society. Like acting like a man, portraying yourself like a man, being rough, gruff, and humble is being targeted and acted against. Like you can't even. Fuck, Ben Affleck was at a party or whatever, and you know, he grabbed a booby, and it's not like it's. it's a big deal, but one little thing like that, and it blows up to being this whole thing with masculinity. Just I don't know. It all started with the sexual thing with Harvey Weinstein, and now it seems every man is a target, no matter where you go. Even YouTubers have to watch what they say. I mean, it's bad. Well, yeah. I mean, some people are just douches, and some people are just not. I think that's what it boils down to, right? Some people are just they don't know how to behave, and some people do. And I think maybe what well, I, maybe I, I what maybe what the definition. maybe what this Me Too movement is. Is trying to fucking uh, get the attention of the people who are douches and be like, hey, you know what? You got to fucking reevaluate your the way you act. Yeah, that's but, fine. But but here's the deal: the, most women want the the. the I'm hey, this is. Right, there are going to be women out there that ruin it for everything because they always do. <laughs> like um, Pam, always Pamela do. Anderson was saying that uh, like the, she still wants a man to put the moves on her. You know what I mean? She doesn't want to have a guy like not put moves on her. You know what I mean? Right. She wants a masculine guy. Mm-hmm. So like she was pissed off about the whole you know Me Too movement with uh, like Aziz Ansari. Basically, he had a date where this his girl that he was with was felt uncomfortable with with him. Right, and basically was calling him out for this whole. Well, he he was like he he brought the girl home. He. Performed oral sex on her in his own kitchen, and then she fucking she never said anything. Like she just she said, "You should have known by my verbal clues mm. that I was not into you that that time or whatever." Right, and basically was saying that he was raping her or something like that. But she he she went home with him willingly. Yeah, she went home with him willingly, and, and then then she, then she blew it up on him later, and it, it's such bullshit. Like that's a that's a yeah, definition of a uh, that's a definition of a woman. 
who's an asshole. There, there, this world is filled with assholes and people that don't know how to act. And that's 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 what we're you know. Kieran, half the stuff you say on this radio show would be toxic masculinity. I know, but I'm not a fucking. I'm not one of those guys. But you uh, are. In, in correction, it is advertised at the beginning since like 2004. Comedy, beer, smut, and talk. <laughs> but do, I have to change, do I have to it's, change it's my smut. fucking tagline? I'm not doing that. Uh, no, don't change the tagline. Just tell them the fuck off. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I'm not a douche. They'll, they, people will know that by the you know by listening to the show. I think I would hope. You know. Um, I mean, there was that one chick that made out with you in a parking lot with glasses. And hey, no man. No, Matt, I'm going to take this call, but I believe it's Danny LaBelle. I'm going to call. I'm going to take this phone call. Later, no, man. Have a good one. Later, buddy. Danny. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Welcome to the radio program, my friend. Long time no talk. I know. Am I on the air right now? You're on the air right now. That's how we work. We don't have phone screeners. You know that. All right, right, right. Cool. Well, uh, good to be on the show. Yeah. Um... Well, you're at, you're here at a weird time because Rock had to uh, Rock had to leave because uh, you know there might I don't know if, what I can say about it, but there are uh, there are new things happening for Rock and his wife. Uh, so you know, hopefully that work is working out well. I'm sure he's nervous as hell at the moment, but uh, now now you got, now you got me solo talking to you, and um, yeah. It, yeah, it's 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 crazy. <laughs> it's a crazy moment. It's a crazy show. Last time I was on your show, Rock was single. He was. He had broken up with the apple pie girl. He had a girl that made a real nice apple pie one time when I came over <laughs> and smelled up the whole house like apple pie. It was delicious smelling. Uh, but the girl never offered me a slice of apple pie, so I knew she wasn't a keeper. <laughs> yes, I actually remember you talking to Rocket about that and him being very uncomfortable about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think That's I think right. I think it was because at the time he might have been trying to woo this uh, yeah the girl that became his wife I think I think oh yeah I think and he was like please don't bring up somebody else don't bring up somebody else because it's gonna ruin my chances uh, with uh, the next one well, and, yeah so how you been I've Danny? never been good at reading the cue cards but um you know. I'm good. It's great to be back. It's great that Lunatic Radio is back. How long have you been back now? Uh, well, no one has noticed yet, but it's been about uh, two years. About a year and a half, I think. About a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Well, it usually takes yeah. you guys about eight years to get noticed. <laughs> um, if I... Yeah. No, it, it's a, yeah, we just do it for fun. You know how we are. Um, hey, what have you been up to? We haven't talked. I haven't talked to you in like four years. It's been a long time. It's the last time I talked to you. Well, I live in Los Angeles uh, with my wife, two dogs. Uh, boy, we lost one chicken this week, unfortunately. One of our favorites passed away. <laughs> so that puts us down at uh, five chickens and a tortoise. Yeah, you still have that goddamn tortoise, don't you? Yeah, I've heard. Oh, that. yeah, he's wonderful. Is, is that the one you told us about a long time ago? Yep. Yep. Same guy. Yeah. How, so how's LA? How's LA compare? How's living in LA compared to uh, New York? How's that? How's it better? Is it? Do you like it better? Is it harder to work? What is it? A hundred, a hundred times better. 
It's a hundred times better than New York. A hundred times better. How so? Actually, New York is over. It has been over for a long time, but nobody told most of the people in New York. What do you mean by ended. that? What do you mean by that? As a comic, like being in the entertainment industry? No, as a place that's worth living in. <laughs> the quality of life is terrible in New York. It's a fun place to visit. You know, tourists love to come to New York City. It's a city built for tourists, but they don't they are not built for their own kind. As a New Yorker born and raised, I'm I'm disgusted with New York City because they treat their own people terribly. It's all the attention is towards the tourists. The tourists have a lovely time, but the people who live there are constantly struggling to get by unless they're super successful and uh and it's a it's a crying shame because if you're not uh, if you're not very wealthy or uh, grandfathered into New York in some way, uh, you are um, you're really left out to dry. You know what happened? What happened to you in New York that you have this opinion about New York? I was raped by the city, Karen. <laughs> I you, was raped you by were, the city. You were raped by the city. How so? By the time I left, I was on food stamps and, uh, you know, subsidized electrical, and uh, it was a whole mess, you know? I, I did. Uh, the subway was alone was like bleeding uh, me dry. But it, but it makes you stronger. It's, it, 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 it grows you, it humbles you. What do you what's wrong with that? I, lo- I knew you How were. How humble can you be? I know. I, trust me, I went through the same thing living there. But I, I feel better for it, and I, I I have nothing but great things to say about New York. I would love to move back there if I could. But I where are you living now? I live in I live in the fucking desert. I live in Arizona. Oh, so you and Rock do this remotely, huh? Oh yeah, no, it's a whole big fucking to do thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole big weird. Uh, Internet mess. Yeah, we patch in, and then we we were not in the same studio. It's a whole different, weird uh, technological mess right now. Yeah, but it's still got fun. it. Yeah. Well, I don't need it. I don't need to be any more humbled. I got humbled enough. I lived right off of Humboldt Street. <laughs> I don't know how humble you need to be. Right. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I got very humbled. Um, I'm on Lunatic Radio. One of the hosts is mysteriously not there. We're not allowed to say why. Kylie just got in the oh. car. I'm in the car, by the way. Say hello to the wife. I, I did, she did. She got us Lana Turner one time, and I love Lana Turner. Oh yes, that was a big get. A big get. I mean, Kylie did that for you, and uh, you're most welcome. <laughs> All right. So tell us about the uh, the, the the comic book that <laughs> you got. Let's not forget who who got you, Sammy Amazian, the Comte de Bolivala, the yeah. Count of the Boulevard, the top French Arabic comedian that you've ever had on the show. Is that guy still alive? I, where is he now? Yes, he is. <laughs> Charles is still in France. Yeah. I like that guy. I haven't heard from him in years. Yeah. But, uh, Sammy Le Comte de Boulibala. Alright, t- tell us about um, tell us about the, now you're writing comic books for some reason. Why, why are you writing comic books? What is this about? Fair, what else am I supposed to do? I don't know. Fairenoughcomic.com is the uh, the comic you wrote is called Fair Enough. And you can get it at fairenoughcomic.com. Right. Tell us about the comic. Why would you write the comic? What's the story? What's going on? 
so as you may or may not know about me, I used to have a comedy magazine. Do you remember that? No, I do not. I think it's before I even knew you. Yes. But when the movie American Splendor hit the theaters, I saw it three times because it was so inspiring to me. And um, it was about the late, great Harvey Picar. And he was uh, writing comic books about his life. When I was a kid, I used to make comic books, too. And I, I wanted to be a comic book maker, and I just thought it was impossible if you weren't Stan Lee. But once I saw that movie, I was like, oh, wow, this is, uh, this is doable. And, um, and, in fact, maybe anything is doable because this guy wasn't given any opportunities. He didn't have any nepotism or anything like that going for him. He just made his own, uh, he made his own thing. And uh, hold on one second. Kylie, take the light bulb out. All right, it's out. Never mind. <laughs> sorry about that, Karen. Yeah, that's, um, that's a little real real life. Yeah. But he um, he uh, <laughs> he made his own thing from scratch, and I was, like, so inspired by it that I got in touch with him, and we became friends. And I told him how I was a starting-out comedian, and I wanted to get published, and no one was publishing my articles that I would write, funny articles. And uh, I said, I wish I could just do what you did and put them out myself. And he told me I could. He's like, just figure out a way and do it like I did. So I, I did, and I, I made a comedy magazine. And because of that comedy magazine, I became friends with Jackie Mason and George Carlin and uh, uh, Patrice O'Neill, the late, great Patrice O'Neill. So many amazing uh, people and connections that changed my whole life and my whole trajectory uh, in my career. So the first issue of Fair Enough tells that story in depth and uh, how it happened and why it happened and uh, the friendship I had with Harvey Picar. Oh, that, that's great. I, I, I See, I had no idea. I knew a little bit about your, your background knowing you as we were you know growing up together there pretty much in New York going through the, the podcasting, the early days of podcasting and you doing your show and, and, and uh, Rock and I doing our show and and being in that same kind of uh, comedian circle there in New York City, um, but I had no idea of 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 your 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 love for writing comics. I had no idea about that. You're a very mysterious man, Danny Labelle. The reason, thank you. Well, the reason I became a podcast pioneer was because of that magazine, and we were trying to find ways to. Um, Branched the magazine out and uh, make people aware of it. It was called Comical Magazine. And uh, some nerd told me about podcasting that I was friends with. And uh, he told me um, there's this brand new thing called podcasting. I think you read about it in like Wired Magazine or something. Right. No one was doing it. You needed to know coding. So I struck a deal with him and he did the coding and we did Comical Radio which was a podcast, and we did it out of my college radio station, so it was technically also a radio show on a one-watch station, but it was a um, it was a podcast to publicize the magazine. And the magazine went under, and Comical Radio, you know, as podcasting started to uh, gain steam, became, uh, became a thing. See? I, did, I had no idea. I, I thought you just called it Comical Radio because you interviewed comics, and you had a lot of comics on, and... And you were a comic yourself, so I was just like, wow, this is, a, this is what your show's about. I had no idea how to do about comic books. See, now I'm learning more. I've known you for years, Danny, and I still don't know everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, so, yeah, it was actually comical. It was named after uh, the Chronicle. There's like a newspaper in Chicago called the Chronicle, and my um, one of I had two business partners in the comedy magazine, and one of them was from Chicago. And we were in the subway station at One World Trade Center, you know, that big subway there. Mm -hmm. And we were shooting around names for, uh, we about some cheesy names like the Funny Pages or this and that. And and then we were settled on uh, calling it Punchline Magazine. This is before there was a Punchline Magazine. We were going to name ours Punchline Magazine. And then um, he said, you know, there's a newspaper in Chicago called The Chronicle. What if we did a spin on that and called it The Comical? And it's got, like, the comic connection and comics and comics, stand-up comics, and we're going to have written comics in it. Harvey Pekar gave us comics to put in it. So um, um, so I said, yeah, that sounds like a better name for it. So that's why it became The Comical. So you got fairenoughcomic.com is where you can pick up. Now, is this, like, the first version or going to be more... There'll be more comics you're putting out. This is the first issue, and um, so you want to get it. It's a very first. It's a number one. You know, it's like getting Batman number one or Superman or Spider Man number one. You know, right? This is fair enough number one. But there'll be a number two, God willing, coming out in June, and uh, and I'm going to keep doing them. Hopefully, there'll be hundreds of them. Now you're you're also uh, you're still doing the modern day philosophers the uh, the podcast is that still going on? Still going strong. Um, we just had Tape Face. You know, remember Tape Face from America's Got Talent? <laughs> no. The guy had tape on his face. <laughs> That's a talent having tape on your face. Oh, well, <laughs> that is a talent if you have no arms, especially, but. Um, no, he's a very, very talented, uh, performance artist and comedian and mime and yeah. magician and all these kinds of things wrapped up in one. So I saw him at the Edinburgh festival and I was like blown away by him. So I had him on, uh, the podcast. He's great. And how, how often are you putting out the, uh, the, the podcast? Is it once a week or is it once a month? I mean, once or twice a month. I try to get two a month out, but... Usually I'm unsuccessful at that. I usually get about one a month out. So fairenoughcomic.com, everybody. You can pick up the Fair Enough Volume 1. Volume 2 comes out in June, Danny says. And uh, it, yeah, yeah get, get the first edition. Get volume number one. Get the uh, the first issue. Go out and grab that. It'll be Danny's that are made. If you buy it, I'll sign it. Yeah. Well, if you buy it, you, you sign it. Buy it. I will sign it. And I'll sign it in, like, a silver pen if I still have silver pen ink left. Yeah. Um, if not, you might get it in Sharpie pen. But the point is, it will arrive signed. And uh, in a protective plastic with cardboard behind it to keep it from uh, getting bent, it's a, it's a damn good deal. <laughs> Seven bucks plus shipping, you know? Be honest with you, get it. The it took me a year to make it. The last time I talked to you, you weren't even married. Yeah, am I married now? Yeah, you're married now. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew that, but I, I, last time I talked to you, you, you and Kylie were just dating. But that's a, that's been a long Nobody time. Nobody even told me we got married. Some a lot's been a long time. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long time, yeah. man. 
I'm glad to see you're still doing it, man. You're still out there fucking making the people laugh, doing some new things, trying some new stuff. It's uh, it's cool, man. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad that you're still out there doing a podcast that nobody knows about. That's uh, better than all the ones that people know about. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's just fun. Whatever, you know, man. The, the amazing thing about you and Rocket is that you've managed to uh, put yourself out there publicly to the world for, for decades and remain almost completely anonymous. I know. Which is a talent, you know, that... You should sell lessons because I always hear these famous people complaining oh, that they can't leave the house and, you know, <laughs> people harass them and, and uh, take their pictures and they wind up in magazines. And uh, I think you could give lessons on how to uh, avoid that. I can I could certainly give uh, lessons on how to be in entertainment and still remain anonymous. <laughs> Virtually <laughs> completely unnoticed. Completely unnoticed. By, and yet, yeah. And yet, your guys are hilarious week after week, year after year, month after month. We try. And, uh, and, you're at, and, and it is publicly available material. Right. But still no one wants to go find it. For free. <laughs> For free, yeah. They're going to make a documentary about Rock and I one day, and no one's ever going to see it. So it'll be... It'll, yeah. yeah, I don't even think the people making it will see it. Well, yeah, they won't even know who we are. They'll be blindfolded throughout the filming process. <laughs> yeah. All right, Danny. I've, I've always enjoyed you. I hope uh, I hope this first initial phone call uh, leads to many more phone calls down the way, and we uh, possibly get you more incorporated into our show a little bit, uh, like we did in the old days, because that'd be fun. You know. That would be great. You know, I love you guys, and uh, and even when I make these jokes, uh, I hope that when people listen to this. They kind of take the hint and they say, oh, maybe I should post about Lunatic Radio on my social media a little more and try and help these guys get noticed because you guys deserve all the recognition in the world and uh, I hope you get it, you know? Well, we just want to make people laugh. And same to you, buddy. I, 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 uh, I, I, wish, I wish you all the best. You're the hardest working dude out there. I always see you on shit. I've been following your career uh, even in our time off. Uh, not doing the radio show. I've been following you and seeing what you're up to. I always like to see what, uh, you know, folks that I've known, uh, what they're up to and what they're doing that's new and fresh. And, and uh, you know, this one's, a, this one's a new one, fairenoughcomic.com, the uh, the comic book. That's a new thing Danny's doing. So get out there and, and uh, support Danny. Go to fairenoughcomic.com. Yeah. Check out the Modern Day Philosophers. Yeah, comic book. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt you plugging my stuff. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to say it's comic books about the life of a comic. So it's never been done before, and uh, as far as I'm aware, and I'm doing it. So I hope people support it. Take a chance. It's uh, it's only seven bucks. It's the price of a coffee nowadays. So uh, pick up a pick up. The art is amazing. It's from a artist named Amy Hay. Uh, she's in Culver City, California, and uh, the second one, the art is by a guy named Josh Meatbag Mead from Minneapolis, Minnesota. So uh, you're supporting not just me, but other artists as well when you pick up the comic book. And going back to your plug, I also have that podcast, Modern Day Philosophers, which you were about to tell people something about, I suppose. Yeah, moderndayphilosophers.net, and also you can go to any uh, uh, podcasting platform and find it there. He's got some great... Uh, Great people you've talked to on there, and uh, like Lewis Black and, and a lot of other comedians and stuff. So it's, it's all right. Danny's yeah, always Bird, Doug Stanhope. Yep. Dan's, Danny's always doing stuff. So get out there, find out about Danny if you don't know about him already. But once you do find out about him, 
if you're uh, new to him, you'll 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 be surprised. He's a funny fucking man. He's a funny fucking man. Why would man. they be surprised that I'm funny? <laughs> no, I mean, well, it's usually somebody, somebody you don't know, you don't recognize. You're like, ah, that guy sucks. You know, I don't know. I don't know him. Why would I know about him? He's not famous. But when you find out about Danny, Danny's funny. Danny's been around forever. It was a compliment, but he didn't let me get all the way there. Since the beginning of time. Yeah. You'd be surprised. This guy's actually funny. I got it. It's a compliment. All right. All right, Danny. Thank you for calling in, buddy. I appreciate it. And if if there is for any reason which we're not allowed to talk about uh, reason to give uh, congratulations to your uh, co-host, Rocket. Please pass such things along to him from me. I will do so, sir. Thank you very much. I, he'll appreciate it, certainly. Well, he better. He's got to be doing better than the apple pie girl. <laughs> no, he is. She's a really good... She, this one's a good one. This one's a good one. All right. At a wedding and the whole thing. I'll never forget how that... That girl never offered me any apple pie, and the whole house smelled like apple pie. <laughs> never let it go. Never let it go. I should, I, I should have ended that relationship for him right there on the spot, <laughs> the old way, like pie, pie in the face. Yeah. Is that story going to be in your comic book? It may be one day if I run out of everything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Danny. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you. All right, thanks everybody uh, out there listening. You'd be surprised. Kieran and Rock, they're actually really funny. Oh, I appreciate You'd it. You'd be surprised. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> I love you, man. Talk All to right. you later. All right, later. <laughs> Peace. Here goes Daniel LaBelle, everybody. DanielLaBelle.com if you want to check out his uh, tour dates and uh, where he might be doing stand up, uh, moderndayphilosophers.net for his podcast, uh, fairenoughcomic.com. For the comic book, which is called Fair Enough. There you go. Can you get that on Amazon, too, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Right now, it's on fairenoughcomic.com. Hmm. There you go. That's that's that, everybody. So we got through the uh, first first uh, show without Rocket, who was set to do this show uh, right before... Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> This is a weird... I feel like we're doing a Dan Levitard show with this fucking goddamn camera angle. It looks like the... I don't know if you ever watched the Dan Levitard. I don't think you should watch the Dan Levitard show. It's the biggest piece of shit of fucking radio show I've ever seen. Can we get your dad in here? Your mom? Are you? I don't know. They can't leave their house at night. They have to stay over there. I just lock them in there and go, Don't believe... Dude, if you had your mom on this show, I would not. They don't know comedy gold. No, yeah, she's ADD like I am. But why do you think I'm ADD? I got it from her. I don't know. She can't pay attention. All right, thank you, everybody. What'd you learn on the show today? Because uh, Rocket's not here. Oh man, did uh, how much? How much? (laughs) Wow. What's your final word, Leroy Jenkins? I'm going to try better for uh, Nomad. He was uh, requesting me to step my game up. I don't, I don't know if that's possible, you know, but uh, I like Nomad. He's a good dude. Thanks, nice cool teacher, for calling in. Always a solid listener yeah. of the program. She's very good at listening. Hey, hey best wishes, Rock. We're, yeah. we're thinking of you. 
and uh, hope everything's going well. Talk to you soon, buddy. Yeah, best wishes to Rock. Hopefully we'll hear from him soon, and uh, it'll be all good news. Follow us on Instagram at Lunatic Radio, on um, Twitter at Lunatic Radio, all that stuff. Uh, DannyLabelle.net, DannyLabelle, uh, fair enough music, fair enough comic.com for his comic book, fair enough. You should have sponsored, like, uh, you know, the back page of his comic book, a little like Lunatic Radio. Oh, I don't have any money for any of that. Yeah, 20 bucks. Apple pie, maybe. Give my apple pie. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. We'll do better. <laughs> Later. Kieran and Rock. LunaticRadio.com.